节目。This is Radio Taiwan International. Welcome to the news on Radio Taiwan International. I am John Van Trieste, coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. We begin with a look at today's top stories. The Mainland Affairs Council says President Tsai's rejection of the one country, two systems model reflects mainstream Taiwanese opinion. Vice President Chen Jianren is headed to the Vatican, where he will meet with Pope Francis. And Taiwan and Central American ally Belize prepare to celebrate 30 years since the establishment of diplomatic ties. But first, today's top story. The Mainland Affairs Council says President Tsai's rejection of China's one country, two systems model reflects mainstream Taiwanese opinion. The council is the government's chief organ in charge of China policy. In her National Day address Thursday, Tsai said that accepting the one country, two systems model would leave no room for the continued existence of the Republic of China. The Republic of China is Taiwan's official name. Tsai's remarks drew a critical reaction from Beijing. In response, the Mainland Affairs Council said that China has been increasing pressure on Taiwan to accept the model since China's president announced five principles for cross-strait unification in January. The council said that both the international community and Taiwan's people see China as responsible for destroying cross-strait peace and regional security. The council said Tsai's National Day address also pointed out the need for Taiwan to defend its freedom and stand up for its survival when these are threatened, regardless of which political party is in charge. The council said that the Republic of China's existence as a sovereign nation is a fact. It said Taiwan's people desire cross-strait peace but will not be threatened into making concessions. Vice President Chen Jianren is headed to the Vatican to meet with Pope Francis and attend a canonization ceremony for five new Roman Catholic saints. Chen is himself a practicing Roman Catholic. The Vatican is Taiwan's sole diplomatic ally in Europe, and Chen's plans include an inspection of Taiwan's embassy in the country. He will also visit Taiwanese priests, nuns, and monks and thank foreign clergy members who have spent time ministering to Taiwanese congregations and serving Taiwanese society. Before departing late Thursday, Chen said that while in the Vatican, he will present President Tsai's highest respects and invite Pope Francis to visit Taiwan. The vice president said that ties between Taiwan and the Vatican are close. He said that in recent years, bilateral efforts to provide humanitarian aid, fight human trafficking, promote cultural exchanges, engage in interfaith dialogue, and encourage sustainability have yielded bountiful results. He said Taiwan will continue to help the Vatican transmit the ideas of religious freedom, human rights, social justice, world peace, and caring for vulnerable people to every corner of the world. Taiwan and Central American ally Belize are set to celebrate 30 years since the establishment of diplomatic ties on October 13th. Deputy Prime Minister of Belize Patrick Faber is in Taiwan as the anniversary approaches. Faber met with President Tsai Ing-wen Friday morning. During their meeting, the two discussed the strengthening of bilateral ties. President Tsai Ing-wen said that Taiwan and Belize have already established cooperative projects in the areas of healthcare, vocational training, and economic development. Tsai said that the first Taiwan trade fair in Belize will take place in November. She also said that Taiwan and Belize are now gearing up to sign a bilateral transit agreement. 
She said that these developments show the strong friendship that exists between the two sides, and that she also expects they will lead to an even stronger relationship in the future. President Tsai Ing-wen met with the Speaker of the St. Kitts and Nevis National Assembly, Anthony Michael Perkins, on Friday. St. Kitts and Nevis is one of Taiwan's Caribbean allies. During the meeting, Tsai thanked Perkins for his country's continuous support of Taiwan. I want to thank the government of St. Kitts and Nevis, especially for speaking boldly in support of Taiwan many times at important international events. Prime Minister Timothy Harris has spoken up for Taiwan at the UN General Assembly three times. On behalf of the Republic of China government and all the people of Taiwan, I express my deepest gratitude for your staunch support. The Republic of China is Taiwan's official name. Tsai said she hopes the two countries can cooperate on promoting tourism. She also called for further bilateral cooperation in the areas of technical skills education, vocational training, construction, and medical skills. Representative to the U.S. Stanley Gao says that Taiwan's exclusion from Interpol only benefits criminals. Gao published an op-ed piece on the issue in U.S. publication The Washington Times. In his article, Gao writes, quote, Global law enforcement coordination has become even more critical in this age of international terrorism, cybercrime, telecom fraud, and increasing transnational crime, including cross-border drug smuggling, end quote. He says that Taiwan has been barred from Interpol ever since China joined the organization in 1984. Furthermore, Taiwanese police are prohibited from using the I-24-7 Global Police Communication System, which is vital to fighting international crime. Gao writes, quote, Article 2 of Interpol's constitution stipulates its aims are to ensure and promote the widest possible mutual assistance between all criminal police authorities, end quote. He says that politics is not a valid ground for Taiwan's exclusion. Gao says he hopes Taiwan will get observer status at this year's Interpol General Assembly in Chile, scheduled to take place from October 15th to 18th. He says that Taiwan's geographic location makes it an ideal travel hub. With so many people transiting through the country, he says, it makes sense for Taiwan to be a part of Interpol mechanisms. Taiwan observes National Day on October 10th. The celebrations are special every year, but this year's festivities included some especially big and significant events. From October 4th to October 10th, Taiwan's presidential office building hosted a nightly light show showcasing Taiwanese history. The building itself served as the show's canvas. The show was held as a prelude to this year's National Day celebrations on October 10th. The choice of the presidential office as a canvas was significant. This year, the building turns 100. Early on the morning of National Day itself, crowds gathered outside the presidential office for the National Day ceremony. This year's theme was Taiwan Forward. The ceremony featured marching bands, lion dancers, and hip-hop performers. Professor Anna Azusa Fujita, a prominent Japanese pianist, and Pastor Edmund Ryden sang the national anthem. They were joined by 30 members of the Vietnam Arts Stars Choir, a group representing Taiwan's new Southeast Asian residents. One of the highlights of this year's ceremony was the Taiwan Heroes Parade, which honored outstanding athletes and competitors who shined on the international stage. Jeeps ferried these outstanding individuals into the cheers of onlookers. The ceremony in Taipei was only one of the many events held across Taiwan for National Day. 
In Taoyuan, an evening reception was put on for locals and expatriates returning home for the holiday. There were performances by local indigenous groups, singers, and masters of traditional opera. The most impressive event of all took place in the evening in Taiwan's southernmost county, Pingdong. There, 16,000 fireworks were launched over 42 minutes, the longest National Day fireworks display to date. The Taiwan National Symphony Orchestra provided powerful background music for the occasion, bringing this year's National Day to a satisfying finale. Leslie Liao, RTI News. The Taipei Arena is a grand venue, host to both pop stars and celebrities. But some of the most interesting acts that perform there may not be famous at all. Now, the story of one special annual performance at the arena is set to be turned into a documentary. Since 2012, a group of senior citizens has been putting on a show each year at the Taipei Arena, a venue that can seat 15,000. They perform complicated dance steps in flashy costumes. Their story is being told in a new documentary, set for release in early November. Sometimes they forget their steps, and other times their knees give way. But none of this bothers the dancers. They are too busy enjoying themselves. Among their number is an 81-year-old man from Jiayi County. He lost his wife years ago, but he says that since moving up to Taipei to dance, he hasn't had time to be weighed down by grief. He says that dance has made him healthier and happier. Shirley Lin, RTI News. Thanks for joining me for the news. I'm John Van Trieste. Stay tuned for another 50 minutes of English language features brought to you by Radio Taiwan International.